This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. And I hate to see you doing these dangerous stunts on your own. So I've thought it over, and I'm willing to pitch in and sort of take over as you pull back and enjoy your golden years. Golden years. Welcome to I Used to Watch This? The podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. And uh, we're back with a normal episode. So uh, if you haven't listened... get. <laughs> yeah, right. So if you haven't listened yet, we did a, a special... We called it a bonus because we weren't sure how it was going to go <laughs> or how it was going to be received. So we decided to call it a bonus to cover our butts. And uh, we did a live, con- uh, kind of like a live commentary track for the Amazing Spider-Man 1977 TV pilot movie. Um, I think it went okay. I had fun. A lot of fun doing it. That's for sure. Yeah, I did too. I did too. It, it was, took us uh, a little bit. It took us a little bit to get our footing i guess is probably the best way to say it yeah we had to get our groove on yeah because we had never done one before um no right but you know we got a couple notes that people liked it and want us to do again so hopefully you know we'll probably will just the thing is is it's it's a little hard we had to work out some audio things the audio as you probably noticed wasn't super great and it was a lot of work just to get it as kind of okay as it was (laughs) Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I Mike think we know something we can do. That. Yeah, but yeah, so we'll I have to. Uh, I think there's a couple things we can try next time. We'll test in advance to, to yeah sure, try to get some better sound quality. But uh, right, yeah, we definitely, should, we should do it again. Maybe a shorter episode of something. But uh, yeah, I that was yeah, like definitely the Spider Man two and a half hour kickoff. <laughs> no, it, it was like a, it was like an yeah. hour and a half. But. Yeah, we'll try to maybe do something that's more like an hour. But um, yeah. but I, I, a couple of things I want to say, and I didn't, I don't, I'm surprised it didn't pop in my head, or I see it during it. But uh, as mentioned by uh, Mr. T.C. Rustani over at uh, After Hours uh, with T.C. Rustani, um, he mentioned that well, one, he had met Nicholas Hammond, who is Mr. Peter Parker, Spider Man on this, but Sweet. I didn't catch that he was uh, from the Brady Bunch. The big man on campus episode where Marsha gets her nose busted <laughs> and oh, yeah. uh, he breaks his date with her when he sees her because he's like, uh, something suddenly came up. And that right. was, you know, yeah. And, so I, yeah. And when, when, when you saw that, you, I think you, I don't know if you texted it to me right I away. I texted it to you right away. Yeah. Yeah. Once you saw that, I'm like, yes, I totally remember that. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, is that a different Brady Bunch episode than when they steal the playbook? I think so. Yeah, because yeah. oh, when they steal the playbook, the one who is in that who's dating Marsha is the guy who plays Shazam, the kid in the Shazam oh. show, right? <laughs> okay, I'm almost positive it's him. Yeah, That's I think great. so. Yeah, Marsha, man, she did a lot of dating. A lot of a lot of celebrities. She had Davy Jones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's true. I can't remember what else, but that's all I remember. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, but yeah, we uh, um. But anyway, yeah, we had a lot of fun and take a listen to it. You know, it's it is a live 
quote-unquote live commentary <laughs> track. So there are like some dead air spots because you know we're watching it too and. Right. You know. Yeah. So the idea is that you, you know, which we didn't explain until the end, was that, you know, you as the listener <laughs> would be watching the movie. It was the middle as, <laughs> as we were talking. So yeah, right. it'd be much more fun if you watch it along with us as we right. were doing that. So. Consider it like a, um, <laughs> a very low budget riff tracks or MST three K thing. So, not yes, that we exactly. think we're anywhere near the same level as them um but just, same idea just the only thing we have to compare it to so <laughs> exactly which that show was one of my favorites in college so anyway yeah all right so all right. enough about old stuff uh well everything's well, old here enough about but, that old stuff but, yeah. yeah what did we uh watch for today mike so this is pretty exciting this is like turning out to be a great year for us i think because first the amazing spider-man which was one of my childhood favorites and now the fall guy which is also one of my favorites so i'm i'm excited i was pretty pumped up to be to be watching this so lee majors um is the fall guy i don't know what year I, i'm kind of unprepared for this one 1981 all right 1981 um another and, glenn a larson thing too yeah he was and, big um, in this era there was so much about this that in just the first episode that I don't, that, you know, I was like, Oh, I didn't know they ever mentioned that. Like they mentioned the name. I mean, I won't get into too much, but they mentioned the name of his company was the fall guy stunt man agency. And I'm like, I didn't know they ever said that on the show. I just thought that was, <laughs> I don't know. Not yeah. a deal, but to me, to, to my well, nostalgia being polished there. So, uh, no, I mean, I will go out. I, I did not know. I don't think I ever watched the show at all. Surprisingly. Oh, I, I loved it. I loved yeah, and I, I don't know why. It's just, you know, it's one of those things where back in, what, 1981, I wouldn't have been in control of the TV. So it would depend if my mom was watching the show. <laughs> probably and not on your mom's This was list probably for... up against, like, Dallas or something. So, yeah, right. um, I, I never saw. I mean, I knew of the show. Like, put it this way. I was surprised in the first two minutes of watching the show that he was a bounty hunter. Had no idea. Oh, no really? idea. Yeah, no, that, that's what made it great. I knew he was so, a stuntman guy. I had no idea what else he did. I just thought he was just a stuntman and just got in a lot of fights or something because I always see the commercials or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, for, I mean, anyone who knows or doesn't know, the whole premise of the show is he's a, a stuntman in Hollywood and to make ends meet, he does bounty hunting on the side. And that's the whole, you know, I don't know how many seasons this went, but that was the whole show. And that's what made it so cool is that he would integrate like the stunts into the bounty hunting, you know? Right. So that was, and, and that was the whole kid, thing. Like he could take like, a punch or whatever. So yeah, no, it yeah, was on for five take, seasons, by the way. Okay. He could take a punch. He could, uh, you know, race cars, whatever. How long was $6 million man? Um, seriously, you know, Make me look up something yeah. else. No, I was kidding. <laughs> that was four years. Four wow, seasons. so this was longer than no, that. No, no, five and seasons. Would... Five seasons. No, okay. both five seasons. I'm sorry. Okay. But remember they had also, remember they had like multiple different $6 million man movies, Wine, Women, and War, and all that stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all um, right. I, I, all right. Like series, series. I'm not sure. I think it was only maybe four. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the first yeah. year might have been well, no, actually it was five regular seasons. Okay, all right. So, sorry, I asked, but I'm just kidding. All right, so 
let's so let's get into it, right? Anything sure. else before we just jump? We'll get we'll just dive in because I'm pumped. No, yeah, no, go. So, so the the theme song. Once again, we get to hear Lee Major sing. Um, <laughs> again, I think it's for whatever reason, someone lets them do it. <laughs> After after they heard him the first time, they're like, "Hey, this is probably a good idea." Now I don't know why he actually sounded better, but I think it's I think it's the because he's talking, context. he's not even singing. He's William Shatnerizing the song. You're right. That's exactly You're what right. he's doing. He's not singing. He's just speaking. It's like I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. No. You're right. You're right. It's more of a. I don't know. I saw it as more of like kind of a, a tough guy just just describing stuff. Yeah. Music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's not like thing. Jamie where he tries to sound like <laughs> he's a wounded he animal or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know what he's trying Jerry. to do. Oh, by the way, uh, the OSI file guys—they're doing. I th- I saw they're doing like a live thing. They're gonna do the um, "Welcome Home, Jamie," and I think that's where you hear "Sweet Jamie" and that song too so oh good they're gonna get to listen to that one so go check them out on facebook and you can listen to that song if you haven't heard it on ours before which i think i've played it every single time that we've done a six million dollar episode yeah Yeah, i was was actually waiting for it to come up right now i was kind of just no i don't i didn't have it set sorry and i didn't record this song either yeah well that's okay but um but yes we get to we get to hear him sing He he does a lot of name dropping of women and, right. and men, you know, yeah, like well, he yeah, has like James Colburn in like the first ten seconds of it, yeah, which was cool. James or Colburn. not ten seconds, but ten minutes maybe, right? Not even, yeah, pretty, pretty early on. Um, and then so it it opens up and there's a um, I don't know, kind of like an Indy five hundred type race taking place, and this car crashes and the wheel comes off and. The driver's ejected, or he gets out of the car and he's on fire, and you know. Then they they call cut. It was a movie scene. Wait, wait, was, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Before before that, though, remember he gets his first bounty in the beginning in the hospital. Oh, you're right. Yes, I jumped ahead. <laughs> See, Mike doesn't actually yeah. have written notes, so he's going by I, memory. No, I don't. I I watched this kind of on the fly this this time. So right, uh, and this is where, like I said, I found out. I'm like, wait, he's a bounty hunter because he says it in the song. Yeah, and then yeah, he yeah. he goes to a hospital, and there's a guy like bandaged up to his face, basically. His whole face is bandaged. I'm like one of those typical things you'd see in the '70s, like their leg up in a thing, like and the, their leg the body cast, <laughs> the right. body cast, yeah. And basically, the guy all of a sudden, like he says something to the guy, and the guy like reaches under his pillow. He has a gun, <laughs> just in the hospital, right. and then Colt just starts beating the shit out of him. And I, I do have a clip of it though, because so he basically explains in while he's beating him up, he's explaining to us why he's there. Obviously, he's there for a bounty, but like what this guy did. So here, I can play it. Real quick. This is for the woman you shot in the bank. This is for the officer you ran down in your car. This is for me and three months of aggravation of trying to find you. So I don't know what he did. To, I mean, it sounds like did he? I don't know if he robbed a bank or whatever, but he he obviously beat up a cop and ran over a cop, and then you know 
Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Yeah, and that's the but end that, of that, basically. The guy wasn't. Is. The guy wasn't in the hospital, really. It was a disguise, right? The well, I guess, because he said something about disguises, and I guess, yeah, that's was supposed to be one, too. But I wasn't entirely the sure. The nurse didn't the know it was a disguise, a in, though. Yeah, for a guy in a full body cast, he fought pretty well. So. <laughs> well, that's uh, what I was thinking, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but anyway, but, yeah, so then they go. Um, but yeah, then go we the go to the racetrack, track, right? Yeah, we just end up there, yeah. And that... Yeah, and then then that's that's when he gets out of the car. He's on fire. They hose him off, and um, you know it turns out okay. That's that's Colt Seavers, our star, right. uh, the unsung hero. And then um, so this is when we get introduced to his sidekick right away too. Mm-hmm. Um, his nephew. I forgot his name now. I want to say Howie, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it is Howie. No he calls him he calls him kid all the time. But and like how he's there when he gets put out. But at first he's like, "Wait, hold on a second. He like lights a cigar off his sleeve, and then they, <laughs> and then they put him out. And, and then, then he, yeah, and then the, the producers and stuff want to kick him out of there. Right? Like, Who is this clown? Yeah, he's uh, like, "No, he's family. He's okay." Colt Seaver says that, by the way. Right. Right. And that's where I was trying to figure it out. He's like, "I'm like, is this his brother?" And it says some, then he says something about, oh, you want semester break? I'm like, wait a minute. This guy is supposed to be in college because he looks like he's like 38 here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And he um, apparently has been going to school for like almost a decade. And right. it sounds like, like Uncle Colt has been uh, uh, footing the bill for that. Right. You know, he is 32 in this episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, and it's kind of like a running joke throughout the episode where he's like, I did six months as a pre-med. I did six months as this. I did, you know. And, yeah, my uh, first year in school, I did this. And yeah. Different schools, so he's been in school forever, doing different things, never graduated. Right. But anyway, so he's there, like you said, because he wants to help him out. Basically, he's like, hey, you're this big-time stuntman, and no one knows who you are, so I'm going to here, be here to help you. And I, I, I guess manage him, he kind of says, but then... Yeah, he wants to manage him, kind of make him famous, make more money. Yeah, but then he says something about he wants to take over stunts, and he's like, this way you could live out your golden years, and he's like, golden years? <laughs> yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> and the hey, funny thing is... He, how old is he supposed to be? Oh, I don't know how old he's supposed to be, but in this episode, he was like 42. So he's only like oh, 10 wow. years older than Howie. <laughs> wow, yeah. You know, um... Yeah, 10 years old, right? Wait, hold on. Let me make sure I got that right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, no, they're 10 years older than each other. So Okay. Um, so, yeah. I don't think they're supposed to be. I think, I don't know who's, I think we're supposed to believe Howie's younger, so. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. But I'll tell you, I watched this show for five years. I never knew that, I don't think I ever knew that Howie was his nephew, and... I didn't well, I don't think he's he, officially is. I think they call him that, but it's like it's basically his dad helped. We don't know how Colt Seavers out, so he just kind of it's kind of like an uncle, okay. like one of those fake uncle things. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uncle by uh, friendliness. I guess, you know? yeah. yeah. Exactly. So yeah. So I didn't know that. I didn't know how he got introduced to the show, and I didn't know he had that whole college background thing happening. So. Um, and I also didn't know the girl, uh, Heather Thomas. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I was also like, what is her? I don't, I mean, I remember her and everything. Right. I thought she was just like another stunt person, which she is. 
Um, but she's like, oh, I'm just, I'm a hired hand. Like she, she's like her, his assistant or something. It kind of seems right, like. right. And I'll tell you, I, I mean, from this first episode, she seemed very young and um, kind of reserved. And I can remember in the later episodes where she was very like, I don't know, like more um, outspoken. And I think as, as she became more famous, I think her character also changed. Yeah. I mean, she was only like, um, was this 81? She was only like 23 or four when this came out. So she was pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this was probably one of her first gigs, is my guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. But, but, but we, uh, we get right off the bat, though, that this Howie guy maybe isn't exactly the sharpest tool in the shed as they're right. driving through. He's like, I thought LA was flat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much every other thing out of his mouth is wrong or just dumb naive or something you know so um and 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 then then, as they're driving too i liked how heather thomas was like in the back like the bed of the truck i'm like that doesn't seem like it's a good idea yeah that's not very gentleman like no the two men in the front of the pickup truck and the girl sitting in the back with like a bale of hay (laughs) Uh, yeah exactly but and i also noticed they tend to explain which is good you know but there was a lot of explaining things. Uh, oh, and I got a good thing. I got a good clip later of something being explained. <laughs> okay, it like it started happening, and it it just started growing on me. Like I'm like, all right, we don't need to explain everything that's happening. But, yeah, I think they were just uh, trying to so, yeah. really get you set up. Yeah, yeah. Like it was only like going to be a two hour pilot. You know, we really don't have enough time to get things rolling. <laughs> yeah, we got to make sure everyone knows. Yeah, I, I really I think what it is too is. I mean, I'm, I I didn't really look into this too closely. Like, was this supposed to be like a pilot pilot or like just two episodes smashed together? But it, I think they did have kind of like too many things going on. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. And I, I don't I mean, think I, it was two episodes smashed together because it. it well, right. No, it didn't. It wasn't. I part guess, one but. ended and it was just totally incomplete, you know, so it was. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, like you said, they just said they put too much into this. Yeah, for the first episode, like we we probably could have done without Country Joe. I know that brought in those other guys, but and they probably yeah. want another big name. They wanted Lou Rawls in there so they can get some people to watch, probably. But right. And then the thing is, why have Lou Rawls there and not sing? But to have this guy sing song, <laughs> what the hell is that all about? If We're not going to no have an actual <laughs> singer sing anything. We're going to right. have Lee Major sing something. Right, right. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, yeah. So they could have done without that, um, and just stuck with one. You know the the main the main story with the uh, yeah. That's the the Green Acres guy, right? Right, uh, Yelbert. Yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, so I did like. I think I have a clip of it too. So they're driving up to his house, right? And they're driving up this hill on the Howies, and there's like, this is a great place for a mansion, and da da. Like he obviously thinks these guys got a lot of money. Yeah. And then yeah. they they walk around, they come around. He's carrying this stuff, and then they're in front of the thing, and he's like, "Well, here I got a clip here. Let's play it." He's. <laughs> hey, Cole, want me to stow this gear in that shed? This isn't the shed. It's my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, like- house. I, I like that too. That was yeah. great. Because it, it's like a, I mean, it looks like a shack. Yeah. Know? I mean, inside, when you went inside, it looked nice. It looked yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. 
it was just from the outside it looked a little rough um but uh yeah so he's disenfranchised pretty much right then and um so basically and at one point okay so um heather thomas what was what was her name in the show jody jody yep but at one time i right around this time you know she basically threatens him with something but he says something about you have to ask Samantha. I'm like, who was there a Samantha? Did I hear that right? Did I hear him say something about someone named Samantha? Because then I thought was Heather Thomas Samantha, but then yeah, no, right? Because I think he didn't even say who's Samantha. Right, something like that. Right, like I was expecting like a dog to show up then or something. You know what he's I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you'll have to ask Samantha. And then yeah, and like, then we never saw Samantha? a Samantha. Never heard. Yeah, no tie <laughs> back to that. All right, I yeah, just wanted to make sure I didn't that, have that right. Like, I'm... <laughs> yeah, I don't know who the hell Samantha was. Yeah. All right, and then so then immediately, um, basically, when they get inside, there's a call, and it's we didn't catch her name, but she's the Bonds woman, basically, who gives him all his jobs. I guess, right? I mean, I'm assuming yeah. this is the same. I don't know if it's the same person all the time. Now nah, she's only yeah, in. I think tw- it is. Well, yeah, well she was in. I'm trying. Where was her? I don't see anyone that was in a lot of episodes besides them. But her her name in this was I, I want to say Soapy. Soapy, yeah, Soapy? yeah, because she is, her life is like a soap opera, is what he said. Um, okay. Because my, my, she always basically my, takes her one sob story. Is what it was. Okay, I I must have tuned that out. Well, at was, first I'm like, I'm like, are they saying Sophie? Is he just right. speaking no, funny? No, I thought but the same. Like, yeah, I thought I thought the same thing, but then they kind of um, they, they kind of say, what was it. her real name though <laughs> in the show? I don't know because I'm trying to find her in the credits. Oh, is it this one? I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, so she calls with a job. Um, she basically says, "Country Joe punched out as manager and skipped town on bail or whatever." And he's like, what? That doesn't sound like Country Joe. And it doesn't, because I don't know who Country Joe is at this point, but he sounds like a nice guy just with the name Country right. Joe. I mean, Country Joe. No Country Joe would do that. Yes. Um, so he has to so. go find him. And um, so, so the kid comes out dressed like Willie Nelson or whatever he says. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he got his clothes. He's like, what are you, Willie Nelson? And, but they had to be Colt's clothes, right? I mean, yeah, I think yeah. unless he brought something on the way. Oh, maybe he brought it with him. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. So what? Uh, so I kind of lost what happened. But basically, he's like, "I'm going to do this. You stay here with um, what's her name? She's gonna make Jody. Jody. She's gonna make you a sandwich. You crash out. I'll come back." And he's like, "No, I'm going with you." And the next thing you know, they're in a car. So I don't know if something right, got right. cut out and they had an argument, but next thing we know, he's like just in the car yeah, with them. He's just with them, right? And this is where <laughs> this is where we shoehorn an explanation in, um, in my opinion, because he's like, "Hey, you got to explain some things to me," and he's like, "Well, give me that piece of paper out of the glove box, and let's, oh, yeah, right. let's let him explain it here." Colt, maybe you better explain something to me. Well, if you look in the glove box, you'll find a federal law that defines legal restrictions in going after a dangerous fugitive. Now, how would you know that's what I was going to ask? Because that's what everybody asks. Because we need to explain that on the show. Go places and do things right. that some police can't. It's all in that old law on that one piece of paper. Wow, Colt, according to this, you don't need warrants or court orders or anything. Yeah, that's a good thing. 
Those fugitives usually don't wait around for you to get help. Cold, um, what happens if a fugitive tries to, um... What, kill me? Mm. May as well say it. That so, right, abrupt so, cut off there. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it was bad editing on my part. Um, but yeah, that's pretty. Um, what's the word I want to say? Poor writing. I don't know. That's <laughs> a, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I mean, instead of this being a five-hour uh, episode, it was a two-hour. So they had to do that. They had to cover yeah. a lot of information. I mean, there could have been a better way to explain it and go. You know what I mean? But this is like. Okay, I'm just going to read off this sheet of paper to you <laughs> so we can explain it to the audience. It's like a cue card, right? But yeah. yeah. You know, at this point, you know, we've all seen Dog the Bounty Hunter, so we know the rules, but uh, back then there weren't many bounty hunter shows. The only bounty hunter we all knew growing up was Boba Fett from uh, Star Wars, so Yeah. Or Empire Remember, Strikes Back. Uh, uh Man Called Sloan? Wasn't no. that a was that a bounty hunter show? No. I don't, I don't remember that one. That doesn't Okay. Well, that doesn't I'll ring a bell. <laughs> okay all right um so oh so i think and correct me if i'm wrong if i'm out of sequence here but this is where they're driving and there's and this is when we first see um our villain kind of driving with some girl right? yes yes so eddie elbert's just, driving in a car with some floozy right and there's this kid riding his bike across the street um, you know, I'm going to guess he's somewhere between, I don't know, eight or nine. And he gets, he gets nailed by Eddie Albert with, and, I mean, and remember the cars that they're not like, you know, a Honda Civic, they're like, <laughs> like a Sherman tank. They're like gigantic vehicles back then. Yeah. Uh, so this, this kid gets hit by the car and they, and they show the wheel of his bike rolling down the street. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's kind of Did- dark. Yeah, yeah. Did they show him flying through the air too? I don't know. It's, well, they showed him on the ground, like all bruised out. I don't remember seeing a body sailing. Through maybe the air. not. Maybe I was just imagining that. <laughs> but yeah, he was he he was pretty messed up. They're like, "Don't move, kid." <laughs> I'm like, "I don't think he can." Yeah. Um, yeah. But he seemed unconscious at that point. But uh, you know, obviously. Uh, Colt stops and he, I think he jumps on the CB or whatever and calls the cops. And some guy walks over to the doctor. And um, yeah, so they, it turns out, I they thought like he was going to go after him, but it turns out like, because the next scene we see is him. We we're at a, a jail and Soapy's there and she's basically bailing him out. I guess he did get right. booked for a hit and run. So they did catch him. Somebody caught him. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I wrote it right here. I'm like, did we miss him getting arrested? <laughs> yeah, we- no, that was like another. That was another jump in the story right there. I think. Yeah. Just- so again, I don't know if it's the version we were watching. Um, also, I contend you guys can let me know that the audio seems slowed down. And <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like everyone was really talking really slow. But I didn't um, think so. I think that's just uh, Colt Seaver's his way way of speaking <laughs> maybe it could be. at some point i felt like he was just kind of speaking like maybe they just told him what to say right before this <laughs> all right we don't have an actual script say this okay exactly. cut <laughs> um but anyway yeah so he basically soapy's like you're not gonna bail on me are ya or late and he's like he's like lady i'm a lawman i'm not going anywhere i'm not gonna run off 
And uh, he's like, I have a very correct lifestyle. And this was very unlike me. And he's like, I'm staying at the presidential suite. You know, just call. I'll be there, you know. And she's like, okay. And again, this is... this is by the point, one of the points where I'm like, and she's a Bonds woman. She seems to be given some poor, making some poor decisions on money here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the guy I would have put my bet on, but yeah. Um, but yeah, she did, and you know, at least uh, initially he he held to his word. Um, yeah, we come back to but, that in a little bit, I think. But okay, I won't, I won't jump ahead. No, no, no. Because at first we go we go to the bar to find Country Joe. Um, remember the, so they go in there and the lady's like, Oh, it's sold out. And she's like, Oh, it's you Colt. Come on in. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, take, keep an eye on the kid. And he's all excited. Cause she's a uh, blonde and a very skimpy <laughs> yeah. outfit. Right. So he's like, I'll go with her. I don't care. And, um, <laughs> so this is where Colt goes upstairs to go find country Joe. Cause I guess he's singing there. And uh, he first goes into some girl's room by mistake because it had a big star on it. And she's like, what's yeah. going on? She was kind of freaking out. Who are you? What are you? Well, I mean, she was like topless or something, you know? I mean. Yeah, well. I, I don't know what, you know, he didn't knock or anything. He just decided to go right in. Right. Which I guess, you know, you're a bounty hunter. You yeah. Things, but. So then he goes to another room and uh, Country Joe is in there. And there's some... Um, Interesting characters in there that look like they might uh, not want Colt around. They look pretty pissed yeah, when he walks in there. They're and, thugs. Yeah, and the one guy, and the one guy. Oh shoot, I forgot. He he's like um, shoot. Hold on. Yeah, but, I wanted to look that guy up. No, and I the did. Guy? Yeah, no, 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 no. The the, the boss, lead guy. The boss. Yeah. Percy Rodriguez. Okay. Um, he was like a. Another one where they talk about him break breaking racial barriers in TV and stuff like that, you know, because he started this doing movies and TVs back in the uh, late fifties and stuff like that. So he'd been around okay. forever. But I was wondering, like, if his mouth always not didn't move when he talked, because you notice that, like, way he talked. Like, I know he was trying yeah. to project like an Arab, because he was like a basically we find out a drug dealer. So he's supposed to be right. a badass, and I wasn't sure if that was the way he talk normally like if his mouth didn't move or if he was trying to be tougher for this role um because he was kind of a badass in this role you know he obviously didn't give a shit about anybody yeah and um so but colt goes and throws one guy through a window (laughs) basically through that girl's room right and then yeah and then the other guy and then he pulls a gun on the other guy the big big guy and he, he jumps out like, the window. He just makes him jump out the window. And yeah. then um, the, that's in that same girl's room again. She's freaking out. And then he leaves. And then they start a brawl, I guess, inside just to like create a diversion so they can get out. Which is like the first of at least two or three times they do that where they start a brawl and get out of the brawl and yeah. like leave the room. It's yeah, it's a diversion they walk away from somehow. Right. But, so somehow they yeah. are able to start a fight and get everyone else to start fighting with each other except them, which I don't right. really. That's that's a good trick, but maybe it that's what he trick. learns as a uh, stuntman. I don't know. Could be. I'm not really sure either. Um, oh, <laughs> go ahead. I don't know if you're gonna because nah, now nah, we nah. go now we go outside, and this is where he sees Country Joe trying to take off in his Cadillac with the huge horns on the hood. Remember that? And oh, he like right, jumps right, on the yeah. side of the car. 
and like rides on the he's car. He like ho- holds on the door and rides it like a block. <laughs> and then he like hits a tree or something, doesn't he? Oh, oh no, because then they get yeah, and then they get stopped by the police. Oh yeah, and the police come, but the police won't take him because Colt's a bounty hunter and they don't want to deal with the paperwork. Right. So like he's yours, you take him in. Yeah. So basically, Colt leaves him because he's like, "Don't worry, I'll turn myself in. I'm, I, you know, I didn't just skip bail or anything, so it's fine. I'll take care of it." He's like, "All right," and then <laughs> uh, <laughs> he tells the uh, Howie to go home, and uh, but he wants to go back to meet some girls, but he doesn't let him. And they basically, oh no, actually he does, right? He does go back to the bar, I think. Yeah, he lets he lets him go, and then. Uh... He comes back like the next morning, right? And my and my thought process in this was, now he doesn't know who these guys are, the bad guys, right? He doesn't know they're drug dealers or whatever at this point. No, we right. don't either. But did he really think at this point already they're just gonna like skedaddle out of town and not even bother coming back? <laughs> yeah, right. They're not gonna come for him. Yeah. They're like, okay, all right, we're just gonna go home. Those guys all left. They're not coming yeah. back. Um, and then uh, so he goes and leaves in his car. And then we see the other three guys following him in like a forty-six foot Lincoln behind him. Yeah, <laughs> right. That was the that was the biggest car I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it was that, long and wide. <laughs> if that thing wasn't forty feet long, I don't know what was. I mean, damn. I don't even know that's how you whole, took a corner in that thing. That's a whole lot of car right there. But, but he doesn't uh, notice them somehow, right? Yeah. Right. And um, I don't know how. So what happens? So basically, what he uh, he goes to his house and they follow him to his house, right? And they're behind him. They follow Colt, yeah, to right? to his house, and then he, they think that Country Joe was with, with him, him right? but he's he, yeah. he's not. So they they get kind of whatever. They're pissed, and then they pull a gun on Colt, make him you know drop his gun. Then they spend about. Five minutes kicking the crap out of him, mm-hmm. and now so, so this is when this so here, here I thought like the boss guy then he's like well the two thugs are beating on Colt he goes and sits in the car and, and like just, puts on like classical music right and did you notice like the the VU meters were like going higher when Colt would he, get hit yeah <laughs> it yeah. was weird and it, like did he have them mic'd or what <laughs> right and it didn't drown out anything I don't know why he did it but no and then and then. I actually thought because it was taking so long, I thought Colt was going to be like he would have like beat the two guys up and then gone up to the car. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Or like that guy comes out of the car and like Colt is standing there instead of the other two. Yeah. yeah, What happened? Exactly. Yeah. But that didn't happen. So they beat him up, and then he's like, "All right, no, kill him," but use his own gun. You know, so it's not so messy. We don't have to get rid of our gun. So they take Colt's gun, and Colt kind of starts running away, and they pop a couple caps in his back. Um, but what we had learned earlier on was that Colt uses a stage gun that has blanks. So when they shot him, they didn't realize it, but he he kind of faked his own death right there. Then. Yeah. So they left him for dead. Right. Right outside his house. Right. Right. And he even says, good night, sucker. Yes, right. He did. He did. And then, um, uh, then what? What do we cut to from there? Um, Joe, like they, they, the kid brings Joe to the the police station. He's like, "Okay, I'll go in. Don't worry about it. You don't have to watch me go in here or anything." 
I'm going to turn myself in. And then he drives away. And then um, he goes to the phone and calls his well wife. I wasn't sure if it was his wife or his girlfriend or what it was at first, but it was his his wife. And he says he's going to turn himself in, but then she says something like that they threatened her and her baby. Yeah, and he she tells talks her to go to his mom. Huh? She yeah. talks him out of it. She's yeah. like, no, that's the worst thing you could do. We got to get out of here. <laughs> so he tells her to go to her mom's, and she's like, but they're right outside. So then we kind of we leave that thing. We go to Colt's house where we see Howie driving up in the morning. With his car, with the the Joe's car. I know this is really confusing, guys, but you know what? It, it was is. confusing. <laughs> it was confusing. Again, there was a lot going on that probably was just too much to try to shove into one episode. So yeah, that's what we're saying. This is too much. This this whole Joe, country Joe, was was just a distraction. From the, <laughs> it the was main story. It was. I know they again. I know they had to get these three guys into it somehow. But they could have done without it. They could have done without that whole story. <laughs> I don't think but they I, needed I, to get these three But I, I have a feeling they wrote it. They, they wanted to make it a pilot. So they had to have another, like a B plot in there to make it long enough to make it a movie. Yeah. And again, they yeah. needed star power. So they wanted to get Lou Rawls in there. Right, right. Anyway, so, so the kid pulls up in the car and Joe is hiding in the bushes and literally steals his own car back because. <laughs> Right. How he leaves the keys in it like a dumbass. I I didn't know if he left the keys in it or if Joe happened to have a spare set on him. He might have. Place, he who knows? He might have had a magnetized one in the wheel. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Either way, he took his car back. Yeah. And and then like I, for whatever reason, I feel like I want to race through the story and like I think because it was so long and kind of confusing, yeah. I I want to cut out all the. I want to cut out everything and just spoil the ending. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, but let's I put won't. it like this way. We'll we'll cut some of this stuff out. Basically, Colt gets a call from the bondswoman and says, Joe didn't show up. He's like, what? What do you mean he didn't show up? He should have showed up, but he didn't. He goes out. The car is gone. He's like, you dummy, Howie. How did you get the car stolen? He's like, it was right here. It wasn't right here. You dummy. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he turns in the red fox, um, calls him a big dummy. <laughs> you big um, dummy? Um, anyway, so that's the end of that. So now we cut to Jody somehow is on a, a set somewhere, right? And she's oh, going to yeah, be doing yeah. a stunt that Colt is supposed to be there for to help, but he's right. not there. And so the, the only thing that makes this worthwhile to me, this scene is the director is weekend that at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it took me a minute. I saw him. I'm like, wait, who is this guy? But yeah. then the thing is, is like, so I looked in the. I'm like, wait, is that Bernie? And I looked <laughs> in the credits, and it didn't list him. I'm like, what the hell? So then I looked up Weekend at Bernie's, the actor's name, and he it's listed that he's in this, but he's uncredited. Oh, okay. What's his name? I don't, do you know? Him? Now I, I know. forgot. Now you're gonna is make it, me look him up. Is it Paul Williams? No, Paul okay. Williams. Well, that's. I just looked and it just said that Paul Williams uncredited. Well, wait, that's right, Paul. Even... I don't remember even seeing Paul Williams in this episode. He might have been in the bar somewhere. Who the hell is Paul Williams? Let you know see. who he is. Oh he's... wow, yeah, I know, I know. Paul you know, Williams. I was gonna yeah. say he's the little guy that was in, um, um, Smoking the Bandit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Terry right, Kaiser. Terry Kaiser is Bernie. Oh, okay. 
Anyway, so this whole thing basically, oh, she's wow. supposed to do a stunt, and so, he re, he wants sorry, her now just, to go I through just, an awning, and you want to go through an awning, and basically it ends up Colt goes there is like this is set up wrong, and the guy doesn't want to believe him. He's like, all right, I'm gonna toss this lamp off of here, and if you think it's fine, you stand right there. And then as he tosses it, what's his name? Howie saves the director, and he's like, okay, maybe we need to fix this, you know. And that was the end of that. So establishing stunt credibility for. Or cult, I guess. Right, uh, exactly. Again, but to me, it, it was all it. about Bernie. Yeah. So now we get the Bounds won't Soapy calling Eddie Albert saying, um, you know, we need some more money because... Now, I didn't think this is how the court system worked, but let me... So the kid died, right? So now it turns into manslaughter, understandably. So... He just gets to stay out, and they just change the bail, and he just has to go pay more. Is that how that works? That, yeah, that at least in uh, I don't know L.A. County, it sounds like that's how it works. Yeah. So he's like, okay, fine, I understand. Give me a few hours to get the money up, um, and I'll get back to you. And immediately he starts packing. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. And yeah. he basically and he gives the girl with him. He, first, he gives her five hundred dollars. He's like, just go to Mexico. <laughs> go down to Mexico right. and have some fun. She's like, $500? And he's like, fine. And he gives her $1,500. She's like, all right. Yeah, he's like, I never want to see you again. So <laughs> She's she, like, that's she fine by me. Yeah. Um. So what happens here? Uh, okay, then, then we do actually see the thing with Colt. Okay. But anyway, oh, so now um, Soapy calls Colt. And... <laughs> he tells she tells him that okay now this guy bailed <laughs> and she's right. out over a hundred thousand and he says what I'm thinking he's like I don't know how she stays in business because right it, this, she seems to be really bad and you know what I've seen a couple other shows where the, it's like bonds people and I don't know how they stay in business either do you ever watch um, Sneaky Pete <laughs> no on Amazon they're they're, they're bonds people on there and. Same thing with them, but the, at least they make it show that they are really having problems. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So so he skips town. He actually goes. He just goes home, pretty much. Yeah. And and so she sends. She gives Colt like an, you know ten grand to go find him. Right. So he's he's suspicious already because it's so much money. Right. He's like, is he ever run away before? Is he, you know, have any problems before? Has he been busted for killing his dog? She's like, no, no, he's a good guy, you know. No. Yeah. And um, he's like, I got a funny feeling about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I, I don't know if I'm going to jump ahead here, but they kind of track him down, right, to his his. No, you're fine. Town. And uh, so they go to the. They're asking everybody, hey, we're friends of, you know, this guy. Well, even before that, when they pull in, it's basically like Kramer Town. Like, everything's got his name on it. He's like, that's not a good idea. Sign. No, it's like the restaurant, the car wash, you know, it's like (laughs) the bank, whatever. Yeah. So then they're asking everyone, and everyone, like, people aren't only upset when they say that. They want to hurt them. <laughs> yeah, because they think they're friends of his or something. Yeah, so people attack, you know, they get, you know, they get attacked, they get screamed at. Yeah. Uh, so Did I you notice thinking, who that one waitress was? 
I didn't notice until when I was looking at the uncredited people in this list. Delta Burke. Delta Burke, yeah. Did you recognize her? I did. I did. Damn it. That good. <laughs> I, I thought, not. I'm like, is that... I, I, actually, this is exactly what I wrote. I go, is that Delta Burke as the waitress? <laughs> I write... Oh, yeah. If you haven't fe- figured it out, people, I write the notes exactly as I'm thinking them. <laughs> it's like I have yeah, Siri right. basically taking my notes for me. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, and this is another place where... so. He's like you said. He, they want to fight him, so one guy starts beating him up. And again, he's supposed to be able to take a punch, and man, he gets punched a lot. He does. But somehow they end up not being part of the fight at the end. Like these guys are all part of the town that hate this Kramer guy, but yet somehow they're all fighting each other, and they kind of exactly. like sneak out. They're like neighbors. They're yeah. friends and neighbors, and they're and they're fighting each other. Yeah. But. Um, so, so then they get out of there, and they go yeah, down. They get the, out of there. They go down the street and see a guy at the store in the front of a store. They're like, "Oh, maybe he knows something." And same thing basically happens. Like they ask him if he knows whatever Kramer and uh, Kramer, right? Is his last name? I think and, so. Yeah. Uh, and the guy basically walks in his store and turns the sign around as is closed. I'm like, okay, yep. cold shoulder. Yeah. And then what else? They ask a girl. They ask some lady in a car, yeah, ask a, and she says, they to ask try a couple the, ladies." Yeah. Try the jail, and he drives. She drives over his foot, <laughs> and right. then so, then they talk to one lady, and they try a different tactic. They're like, "Hey, we're just strangers in town. Where's the jail?" You know, and then that all gets out of hand. I don't know. At one point, someone almost gets run over by a car. And how he like <laughs> again too much going on dives and gets her out of the way and she gets pissed because he saved her. I don't know. It's really confusing. So finally they get to the jail and it turns out he doesn't only own the town. He's also the sheriff. Right. So that is not going to be good news. Right. So turn of events there. So things, yeah. are, things aren't going to get get better for them. Right. So immediately uh, when he finds that out. For, well, so first he tells the what the, he tells the guy at the front desk. He's like, uh, "Tell the sheriff that uh, Colt Seavers is here. He'll know what I'm talking about." And he just leaves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he calls Soapy outside, and she's like, "He's like, did you forget to tell me that he's the sheriff and that he owns the town?" <laughs> and, and she's like, "Well, what are you it, gonna do? I'm gonna lose my business." Blah blah. blah. And then she hangs up. <laughs> yeah. And then basically, as soon as the, they let the sheriff know that like someone was there looking for him, he's like, "Go arrest him." <laughs> like, yeah, well, because they're like, "Hey, they had California plates." He's like, "All right, go take him in." And uh, so as they're as Howie and Colt are walking out, you know, Howie's like, "So I got a quote here." Uh, he's like, "What do you think's gonna happen when uh, he finds out who we are?" And I got a clip here. What do you think the sheriff will do if he finds out why we're really here? Oh, he'll have us escorted to the county line. That's all? And then have us buried under it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, he had it down pretty good. He's he, he's a smart guy. He's been around a block a few times. That's right. So, so go ahead. Uh, fr- from I'm trying to so the, I'm trying to think from so there. So basically, they go back to the restaurant to find out what's going on, right? 
Yeah, they yeah, talk to Delta Burke. Right. Is that right? She's That's like, where they get the information from. Again. Yeah. And it basically, it turns out that right, he found out that some someone was coming in, some uh, big company was coming in. Since he was the sheriff, he knew about it ahead of time, so he went and bought up all this land that they ended up probably buying from him, made a bunch of money, then he took all that money to buy up all the businesses and to basically buy everybody out, and they're all pissed yeah. off. Basically screwed over the entire town. Yeah. yeah. Which is the best way to uh, make friends is uh, in a small town is just buy everybody out of business. Right. Screw them over. So from there, um, they end up meeting with the sheriff, right? But Colt comes up with this story <laughs> that is, you know, it's kind of a not too far from the truth, but he's like, hey, I'm a stuntman from Hollywood. And, um, you know, we're going to want to do a, a car chase scene through your town here. And, uh, you know, there's money in it for you, blah, blah, blah. So they kind of butter him up with all that. And he he eventually buys into it. And so Colt has this mastermind plan um, to pretty much get all the sheriff's deputies in their cars and chase him through, like, the desert. Um, and we get to see, you know, his stunt, his stunt work. But... Um, so he 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 actually puts this whole plan together, lures them the next morning to all meet at the police station, and they're going to stage this like I guess like a race kind of thing. Right. Well, and before that, he, but yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah, because he tells them a lot of this stuff at dinner, right? Because first, yeah, he tells them at dinner. Yeah, because Howie's like, well, you know, because he tells them to call the Fall Guy Agency. And how he's like, well, what's oh, yeah, going to happen like, when he calls there? Everything. And he's like, well, he's going to call there, find out I am a stuntman, and then greed's going to take over, and he's going to want to do this and make all this money. And it's exactly right. what happened. So he takes right. him out to dinner. He's like, well, yeah, we'll have, you know, he's like, what kind? And of course, the sheriff's like, so what kind of women are going to come to town for this? He's like, oh, we work with all of them: Farah and Margaret, Dolly Parton, oh, yeah. Cheryl Ladd. You know, and that's how we doing this. And he's like getting a little out of control. Colt's like, "Well, hold on there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's not oversell it here a little bit." But right, yeah, so right. he's like, "I need a helicopter. We need all your cop cars." Which again, what kind of sheriff is going to let you use every single deputy? Right. And every car? deputy and their car. Yeah, and we're going to do a fake run, and we, you know, we'll meet out front tomorrow morning. And right. um, I'm like, "All right," and then so they leave. And then when they leave, oh, no, actually, before they leave, they're getting ready to leave the restaurant, you know, because their big thing is, like, no one knows us here, so we'll get away with this, no problem. And that's right when Country Joe's wife walks in as they're getting out of the <laughs> Like, like, like the with the baby. What are you doing here? And yeah. he, they think it's his wife. And, you know, because, you know, what's his and, name? And Eddie Elbow was trying to set him up with some women. And yeah. he's like, oh, okay, I understand. You got some stuff you got to do. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> right. And um, that's when they find out Country Joe tried to came out there to find him because Soapy told him where he was and blah, 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 blah. And, again, trying to cut stuff out. Turns out Country Joe got hooked up with these guys. He's He didn't even know these guys were stashing drugs in his tour bus or whatever. 
again, dumb yeah, story. I, he managed to, or the the manager found him, confronted these guys, got his ass kicked or maybe killed. I don't even know. Right. And they blamed it on Country Joe. That's why he got arrested, but he couldn't stay in jail because blah blah. It, again, what's the so, point? So yeah. So basically, the ending of that, the whole Country Joe story is, he tells Country Joe to go home. Country Joe's like, back I can't to, because he's they're like, coming. Go back to L.A. Yeah. He's like, this is what you do. Where are they even at? I don't even know where they are. He's like, head south first for two hours, then cut back to L.A. Then turn right yeah. and go back to L.A. And then, we'll never so that, s- then we never see Country Joe again. No. So that's it. And then we wait for the bad guys to show up in town. Yeah. So, so in yeah, the so meantime, we get... Where, this is where, well well before yeah. that remember because at night this is when he climbs up the wall he scales the wall of the jail so, oh yeah yeah and he goes up there and well I'm like what is he doing well he steals a uniform because he needs a uh because he knows the bad guys are coming right right so he right. steals the uniform and then he's gonna go back down but then there's two deputies just hanging out outside so he can't go that way so he just walks out with the uniform over his face. Going, see you later <laughs> to the guy up front. And he's like, okay. <laughs> right. And um, yeah, he just lets him go through. So now he waits for the two guy, the three guys come in. As they come, they pretend like they're cops. They pull him over. He pulls a gun on him. The guy kind of freaks out. He's like, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and they basically um, tie him up and bring him to their hotel hotel room. Right. And probably not the best place to leave them, but no, right, whatever. And now it's the next morning, and now they're going to do that fake stunt, right? Right, right. Yeah. And it, so this, this is, is like turns they're... into like a um, Starsky, uh, not Starsky and Hutch, um, like Dukes of Hazard. Well, yeah, kind of like Dukes of Hazard, and uh, maybe um, what's the movie I literally just said a few minutes ago, <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit? Oh, Smokey and the Bandit, yeah. Yeah, so so Colt gets in a car with one of the deputies, and he's leading. And the whole deal is the rest of them have to try to catch him. So there's like eight other squad cars chasing no, him. No, there's like 30. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like the first thing Colt does to kind of start shaking him, you know, shaking him off his tail is like he goes through some dust on the side of the road. And, and like... Two cars flip over because of that, you know? know. It's like... It's crazy. It, it, things just start getting crazy. He goes through a puddle. And, one of them wipes out because he can't see because it gets on his windshield. I don't know. Yeah, he gets water on his windshield. So it's a whole series of things like that, like just crazy driving stunt antics. and Right. Um, yeah, but by the end of it all, he, he like disables, you know... 90% know, of the cars. Like. <laughs> right. 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 There's still and, plenty uh, at the end, but it seemed like he really tore up a lot of them. Yeah. And then the helicopter, you know, the um, the sheriff's in the helicopter following, watching everything from the air. And then they, he pulls over and the helicopter lands so that, you know, they can talk and, you know, seal the deal, I guess. And Colt, Colt walks up to the helicopter and pulls a gun on the pilot and gets him out. And he hops in and he flies off in the in the chopper. Yeah, because now he's going to go back and meet Howie at the county line and then take him back to L.A., I guess, right? That's right, the plan. Right. They're going to land They're going to land at the truck and then drive to back to L.A. But, of course, uh, that doesn't exactly, isn't exactly what happens, right? 
because oh. while all this is going, mayhem is going on, the housekeeper shows up at the hotel where the three guys are like tied up. And, and just lets them go. <laughs> I guess lets them go. I guess. Yeah, we don't know. She screams. The next thing we know, they're driving in their car. So. Yeah. So they, they end up going over to the sheriff's office. Why? I don't know. There are three drug dealers. That doesn't seem like the best place to go. But no. they end up there, and they uh, hear on the radio Renfro, the guy that was riding with Cold Seavers, calling it in, saying, hey, he just like abducted the sheriff, basically, in the helicopter. <laughs> And they're heading south or whatever, so they get in their car to go out that way. And this was kind of funny because so, and finally, then they catch up to the guy, right? Yeah. To the helicopter, and they start shooting at the helicopter. And it's kind of funny because Eddie Albert doesn't realize who they are. He thinks they're they're people, they're townspeople. So here's a little clip. So basically, he almost gets shot. <laughs> yeah, and that sounded legit too. He's like, "What the hell was that?" I know. I know. It's almost like they didn't tell him uh, <laughs> yeah, what was right. going to happen. We're going to yeah. set off a squib right next to your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So anyway, yeah. so now so, they're through. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, why, why are you flying a helicopter so low that you could be shot at? <laughs> You well, know, because he's trying to get to his truck. I don't know. All these cars chasing you, shooting at you. Get some air. Go up. But anyway. Um, so, oh, so then. This is the hook. I don't know if I'm. Yeah, okay. I didn't want to sk- no, skip go over ahead. anything. But the, no. Yeah, so that so Colt lowers a hook down off the chopper. And he's like, oh, I've done this, uh, you know, in some move or commercial. And he basically like grabs onto the bumper of this car and hoists it off the ground. And it was a pretty cool scene, actually. First of all, it would be really hard, I think, to get that hooked up. Right. You know, I don't know if you've ever tried to like pick up anything with a hook. It's not easy. Like, well, <laughs> picking up a moving vehicle. But I remember I, my. <laughs> Brother had some one of those toy sets. Remember those like things like it, it was like a helicopter be like on a little spindle. It would just spin around basically. Oh you yeah, they could go up and down, and you can try to. It had a hook, and you could try to lift things up, and you can never do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can never lift. Not things. to mention that the hook seemed pretty small, and it was just going <laughs> to grab it by the bumper. But yeah, he grabbed it by the bumper. Now, if it was one of today's cars, the bumper would come right right off. But this thing, he he pulls the car up, and he's like flying in the air with this car. Just hanging off the the helicopter, and I I imagine the guys in the car, you know, all probably not wearing their seatbelts, all falling. No, they're all them. like in the windshield at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fall into the windshield. Um, but uh, he so he then he takes them and he flies them up to this like mountain. I don't even know what you call that thing, like a. Yeah, it was like a Mount Mesa or something like that. I don't know. It's got like a, it was like a flat top. And he like dumps them there. And there's like no way out. It's like, 
thousands of feet, <laughs> and like he just sets them down up there, and they start shooting at him. Right. And, uh, they they hit the helicopter. There's some smoke and some fire right. coming out of it, but it's fine. At the, yeah. For a while, but the funny thing is, didn't Ralph Hinckley do the same thing to someone in one of the episodes? Like he flew him up on the top of a mountain. Oh, maybe to get him to talk. Am I thinking of that? Right, right. It sounds familiar. Yeah, either sounds that like or I'm technique. thinking of some movie, like some Marvel movie, but I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so then they go. He's like trying to land the the chopper, and um, and I'm I'm thinking at this point, I'm like. You know, I, I always question the Exploding Helicopter podcast. Is there really enough uh, Exploding Helicopters? Well, yes, because any show that has a helicopter in it, it's going to explode. Right. So they're they're flying, and and Colt's like, hey, you know, you, you know, if you want to stay in here, this is how you can c- control the thing. But otherwise, I'm jumping, and uh, so they they end up jump. He like pushes the guy out into the truck. Into how he, you know, how he's driving the truck, so he falls into the bed of the truck, and then Colt jumps and just lets the helicopter kind of fly off. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I don't know why they just didn't land it. I but it don't flies know. Off and well, explodes. because they were worried about landing and the the police catching up to him. But I, I I do have a little clip of that scene though too, because I did like how he tried to convince um, Eddie Albert to jump in. I keep calling him Eddie Albert, but I forgot his name. Anyway, yeah. Explosions on the fire kill you long before you figure out how to crash. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I like the thing. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some good acting. Yeah. Because yes, he's very yeah. convincing. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so yeah, that crashes and and then they, they get to the county line and it's like a wall. So, of course, all the, the deputies stop because they can't cross that line. Their cars oh, yeah. will just be shredded. It's like Porky's. Yeah. And it's kind of funny, though, because he's, they call on the radio. They're like, looks like they got him. They took him across the country line. They're like, yeah. <laughs> they're all like, yeah, excited everyone's happy. They're happy about him going away, too. So that's the end of that. And then we end up, what? Is this the one where he does the watermelon stunt? When is he, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He jumps a car onto a thing of watermelons, and he comes out in a wig because he's supposed to be a woman, which, I don't know, I thought that's what Jody was being trained to do. Right. And then, <laughs> so you don't have to have guys dressed in wigs. Like, you still right. think that the uh, Wonder Woman episode was a man in a wig. That was a that was a dude. <laughs> and um, that's when we get to see Pharaoh real quick. And she's like, hey, Colt, take care of yourself. You're taking care of yourself, aren't you? And then yeah, now were they, they get divorced like next no? year. Um, oh, okay. I don't know. They were divorced soon after. I think, I don't know. I don't, I think they were still, but not for very much longer. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, so, and then yeah. Soapy calls on while he's on set again because he's got an, a new deal now, right? Some guy on Maui. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Rio brothers. Right. Oh, Maui. yeah, and that's right because the Howie catches, gets the call at first. He's like, okay, the Maui brothers in Rio. Got it. <laughs> yes. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and then um, 
then Colt is he eventually comes to the phone right and takes a call but I don't know if he what happened if he took the job or did it just end I don't know what happened there yeah we don't know but uh, the, the, so as he's talking on the phone I got distracted because as he's talking on the phone how he goes and like takes his dress that he's wearing and like pulls it off his shoulder I'm like what is wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So anyway. the little things. I don't. Sometimes I don't notice those little things. Yeah, know. and then it kind of ends, and that was the end of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Lee Majors yeah. and Farrah Fawcett divorced in '82, so probably not long okay. after this happened. So yeah, I thought. I mean, I thought it was a good, sh- a good show, even looking back. But this episode wasn't great. It needed work. R- r- yes. Right. right. Yeah. It did. Good um, premise. Not great execution. I think they just had too much in there. Like you said, if it just would have been the Eddie Albert thing where they went to go hunt him down, did all that, it would have been fine. It was just yeah, we didn't need we didn't need the country or or just do the country Joe storyline storyline. You know what I mean? You don't have to have both. I no, think. right, exactly. Or not so much of it, at least you know. Yeah, like just, or so like trying it. to get them to interact because it it didn't mesh. That was the thing. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, but yeah, I yeah, I'll watch this again. I'm I'm looking forward to you know seeing how this progresses now over time. So yeah, and you know I know you mentioned the exploding helicopter guys, but I think they only do movies. I don't think they do TV shows. Oh okay, damn I it. Think I'm almost there's pop- so much more material. Like, no, I know. Well, I know, but that's the problem. I think there's only so much you can do, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because like everything I've always seen. Is always just movies that they post. So. Yeah, that make that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. But anyway, um, so right. yeah, no, it was fine. It's I would I would watch more. Just I'd like I'd like to see a regular episode that's not so much jam packed yeah. with stuff. Even like a couple, you know, a couple seasons in, see, see what it's like. Yeah. No. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we'll watch more. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Colt Seavers. His name even sounds like a badass. Colt. That's right. And he's so laid back, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, that all you got for this one? Rated uh, seven jumping pickup trucks out of eight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Six. Maybe six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we'll definitely we'll check out more of these. Um, and I don't think we we don't have a plan for the next one, right? Not yet. Yeah. We got some but good. I options. assure you, it will be good because we have a good list. Yeah, we. Got, I think the. Yeah, at least for the first few weeks of the year, <laughs> we get a good list. Yeah, yeah. After yeah, that, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, we'll hit it. We'll hit another good one. Yeah. And, uh, another good one from the '80s. I think everything. A lot of these are going to be from the '80s again. I think. Yeah. All Although right. I don't know, we'll see. All right, yeah. So uh, if you guys have any words you want to say about uh, or anything we missed about. Fall guy, let us know. Um, especially if we screwed up anything, because you know, yeah, that's highly likely. Because our uh research consists of clicking on about three things, and that's about it, <laughs> right? Or going from memory, so yeah, or going yeah. from memory. Wasn't this guy in this? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mike and I are preparing for our older years when we're just like sitting on rocker chairs. Wasn't this a time back in the 70s when... Remember that, Steve (laughs) Austin. Yeah. 
Oh, by the way, speaking of Steve Austin, uh, I don't know if you saw, but uh, I had watched it the other night. It was on, but uh, Silver Age Television uh, Twitter thing. They put a thing. I guess today was the day that the uh, episode of Six Million Dollar Man with a Venus probe <laughs> was aired on TV in '77. Oh, really? And I caught part of that on TV last weekend. I was watching some of it, and I remember this one scared me because that probe was like, I don't know, it freaked me out for whatever reason. And <laughs> I know it's stupid, but anyway, like, so like this thing is like driving around and like attacking people and, you know, supposed to go to Venus and it was confused because it landed on earth. It crash landed and, you know, they're like, well, it was built to withstand the environment of Venus. I'm like, but what did it expect to meet on Venus that it's attacking people? Like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? And like, if you right. sent like, like the Mars Curiosity rover, if that accidentally landed on earth, it wouldn't start attacking people. <laughs> <laughs> just to survive <laughs> no i don't know it's cracked me up yeah. but anyway um so that's it so yes anything right. else you got to say for this one probably not you good nope all right done deal so uh that's it for this episode of ice watches i'm mike forgetto and i'm mike sullivan we'll talk to you next time bye That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.